Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Red hot comic book movie news. Shooting up your butthole. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, editor at that website. With me, as always, my co-host, Nicholas Mason. Hi, I don't have a fun personal story to share to kick off the show, but what have you got? It's Father's Day. Uh Uh-huh, sure is. That's it. No. Okay, good. Okay, this is for all the fathers out there, and I'd like to know whether this is true or not. Uh We are not fathers. That we know about. No, we're we're definitely not. We're We're very careful. Yeah, there's no way. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, my brother said the perfect gift, the perfect, a, my brother's a father, you yep. know that, my older brother, he's got two kids, the perfect gift for a father. That is- he knows about. <laughs> <laughs> he was not as careful. Not as much. Anyway. What do you call him, the golden bullet? Yeah, he's golden He knocked bullet. her up straight away, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> right to the heart of it. All right, so, the perfect father's day gift the heart, is apparent. That's, that's not where it happens. What? Doesn't matter. See, continue. that's why I haven't gotten anyone pregnant. Oh, good. Okay, but, uh, but perfect father's day gift is when you wake up. Your wife has taken your kids away, and you just sleep through. Right, like that's the, so. The very Father's Day gift is just to be left alone Fantastic. in the morning and yeah. for most of the day. Because normally, I remember when I was a when I was a kid, my dad's Father's Day consisted of me and my brothers running into the room really early uh-huh. and like jumping on him, mm-hmm. and then like giving him gifts he didn't want. Yep. And then one of them was like chocolates, and then we just eat all the chocolates, sure. and then we just run out. <laughs> like that was. That's not a gift. Two minutes in out. Great. Yeah. And you've ruined his day. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. It's pretty ha- great. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Absolutely. Who's a father? To all the fathers out there. Yeah. That they know. Oh, sorry, I'll stop doing that. <laughs> Straight into the news, Mason. Mm-hmm. Straight into the news. Okay, so, how confident are you 
in the Terminator Genesis Terminator reboot. Not confident at all. Well, Paramount okay. Pictures are way more confident huh. than you. What does that mean? Because they have already greenlit sequels for May 2017 and June 2018. So the, I think the one next one's coming. One's coming next year. Uh huh. Then we then there's a year gap where we can rest up from that sure. amazing. <laughs> Terminator Journey. Catch your breath, yeah. Reboot, reimagining. Play with all the action figures yep, for yep. a year. <laughs> and then they're shooting another two back-to-back. So straight into it. No word on the director. Alan Taylor, as we know, is doing the, the Genesis. Mm-hmm. That's S-Y-S. Remember? Yep, sure, Talked I remember. At length. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's a good sign sometimes. Is it though? I mean, is it a good sign or is it they've just gone, okay, well, here's the projections of the, of the ticket sales. Yep. We can shoot out three of these before we start losing money again. Yep. Like, maybe they've just looked at Terminators 1, 2, and 3, mm. and whatever the fourth one was. Salvation. Thank you. And they've just gone, look, if we just put enough money at this, we'll get X amount of money back, mm. and then it'll just be straight to David Ace, so we'll stop there. And sure. We'll wait again. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying is this is going to be a disaster, and it's going to be garbage. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it remains to be seen. Because it's Alan Taylor, as we talked about, who did Thor, The Dark yeah. World. Oh, okay. No, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 Thor, The Dark World. And then he's done Game of Thrones. He's got a good cast. Right. Arnold's back as old Terminator. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see how we go. Okay, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Next up. Okay, great. We've just seen uh, first look at the vision. We have. Uh, concept art, where there's a big dickhead standing in front of the concept just art. Just ruining the concept ruining art. Ruining the sure. concept art. He could have at least done two photos. I know. One, here's me being a dickhead in front of the concept <laughs> art. Here's me not molesting the concept art. <laughs> so you so, can enjoy the concept art. Exactly. Bearing in mind, I'm the dickhead that got the first look at the concept art. Here, I get the credit, but here it is so you can look at it. Exactly. Too. Yeah. What a joke. What we're saying is if you know who this guy is, let us know and we'll get him. <laughs> get him real good. So, but we do, at least he didn't obscure the vision. He, yeah. It looks like he is standing in front of Quicksilver though or, or someone oh. else. Have you noticed though, you've got, Cap, you've got Iron Man right up front. Followed yep. by Captain America, and way in the back, even behind the vision, and the guy standing in front of the concept art is Thor. Like he's yeah, just yeah. been like is, is is Thor going out of favor? I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Yeah. Also, have you noticed that the Avengers Tower is right behind them? Are they all falling to their deaths? The ones that can't fly? Yes, definitely. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, because they're way up. They're way up high. So, yeah, what do you think of the look? It's it's pretty much it's standard vision stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. 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 Nice. Is it a good vision for the character? Ah, uh, that I know about. Nice. <laughs> Saved it at the end. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks fine. Yeah, um, looks good. It'll be interesting because he's. It'll be interesting to see how that red face looks in motion. Yeah. Like, will it look ridiculous or not? I think because they were tossing up whether to do helmet or painted face or CGI or whatever. So oh. it's hard to say from that. Just that. So there you go. I'm on board. They've thus far made everything else look mostly not ridiculous. So. Yep, I yeah. agree with that. Even Thanos, not ridiculous. Even Captain America's outfit in the Avengers. Correct. A little bit ridiculous. Yeah, a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. All right, All right, cool. After months of speculation, I would even say years of speculation of, of uh, who The Rock will play in a DC movie. Oh, it's been finally revealed. Revealed. Black Adam. He's playing Black there Adam. There you go, okay. Yeah. As we predicted, or possibly didn't predict. Well, was you have that... to go back and check. <laughs> yeah. Was either that or, or Shazam. Yep. You, would you prefer him as Shazam or Black Adam? No, Black Adam. He looks more okay. like Black Adam. Sure. Mm. I think he would have made a good um, Shazam, though, as well. Yeah, yeah okay. Because he's got that, he's kind of, he's kid-friendly, yep. you know? But apparently in the comics at the moment, Black Adam is more of an anti-hero. Then he, he used to be just a flat-out villain. Yeah. Hmm. And now he's so... I guess they're, they're, they must be doing that version of him in the film. Because he can't... The Rock can't be a bad guy. No, hmm. that's right. So that that leaves a space Except for, for Doom. Yeah. <laughs> that that happened, yeah. yeah. Uh, that that leaves open the question, who's going to be Captain Marvel? 
That does, yeah, exactly. Because who is who is the rock big? No one. But a good guy, like a or like a good a, actor, like a clean cut American boy, whatever yeah. kind of thing. Not that the rock isn't. Yeah, but Captain Marvel's got a certain look. <laughs> he does. I think they they're probably going to go a smaller kind of. They'd have to go a smaller person. I got a text from somebody. Yeah. Ten seconds ago, and I wouldn't normally break the fourth wall here but it's from a friend of mine it says happy father's day nick mason i know your secret so <laughs> great that's pretty great great i'm gonna look forward to a couple of bloody bundles of joy busting on me next year in the morning and ruining my fun so yeah uh chase m wrote it actually and he said uh he thinks it'd be better if billy batson was played by the rock and it was just a rock running around on his knees yeah, <laughs> yeah. in a high-pitched voice in kids' yeah. clothes. He's got a little hat with, an, with a propeller on yeah. the top. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought that was pretty funny. And, and the, the transformation sequence, he says he yells Shazam, and there's like a flickering light behind him, and he just stands up off his knees. <laughs> like kind of awkwardly, like maybe... maybe like just a, like, ugh. Yeah, maybe like a grip walks in on frame and just holds, and he just struggles up slowly. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> that would be amazing. I'm all for it. Because Black Adam is Egyptian-ish, isn't he? Yes. And The Rock's vague where he's from. <laughs> he's got a vague ethnicity. Yeah, he, he works be in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah, he is. Good on you. Hmm. Clean-cut American or Egyptian. He can go anywhere, anywhere in between that. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. You familiar with Matt Nabel? No. He, he was in the Riddick movie, the latest one. Was he Riddick? He was Riddick's friend. Biddick. No, he was. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm hungover again, by the way. Just so everybody <laughs> knows. And we're doing this one early. That's fine. It is what it is. Uh, no, he played... Do you remember in the first movie... Spoiler alert for... The Pitch Black. Pitch or the Black. Other? Pitch Black. That there was that guy who was the drug addict who Riddick yep. ends up killing. Uh-huh. And then it's his father who comes after Riddick in the newest one. Uh-huh. And he's one of the only guys to survive. It's that guy. It's that... Well... Is, yeah. Where is this going? He I'm sick to death. It's early in the morning. I'm sick to death to trying to find links here. And I can't remember what he looks like. I can't remember whose dad is who. Did this guy's dad get bloody... Did this drug addict show up really early in the morning? He's like, hey, dad. Got you these drugs. I'm Actually, I'm going to take the drugs and run out. He is this... Well, basically, Matt Nabel, who is this guy, is playing Raz al Ghul. Or Rachel Gould okay, in Arrow. In Arrow, okay. You know, Liam Neeson was all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, he but it had already been filmed. It already been we're filmed, sh- yeah. We're assuming. So, yeah, he's an Australian actor. I think he's a good He's a good choice. He's good in Riddick, uh-huh. as you remember. Sure. So <laughs> yeah. Certainly a memorable performance. It sure a is. career-defining performance. Yeah, yeah. Is he somehow in the new Mad Max film as well? Did Probably. all Australian actors get a, Every a big Australian part actor. in that? Every okay, Australian great. actor. Even great. the dead ones. Tony Collette. Is she? I don't know. That's great. Yeah. I like Tony Collette. That we know about. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I promise it'll be the last one, but it wasn't. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, I haven't seen a hell of a lot of him, but what I've seen, I like him. He's got an Australian accent, which is just great. Fantastic. So, yeah. All right, moving right along. Uh, remember how we talked about Supergirl last week? Yes. And then I made that video about Supergirl. Did you yes. see that one? I did see that video. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. It's but, refreshing to learn what I said on the podcast <laughs> yes, later on. That's right. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but apparently, a Supergirl series may actually be in development. TV series. TV series. Because mm. you can't give a female superhero a movie. <laughs> how, dare, how dare we even think that for a second? <laughs> yeah, but it's not going to be the CW, apparently, who do oh. Arrow and The and Flash. Every, do everything, and everything else, else. yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, now, they're considering several several ways to, to go about this, but it will be a new interpretation, and it won't be called Supergirl. So, 
Okay. It will be called like Candor or something oh, like that. Oh, it will that. be right. That's true, yeah. Is she from Candor or something? Uh, no, she's from Krypton. Yeah, yeah. But what didn't she... No. In the movie, where did she come from? She came from Candor, didn't she, in that terrible movie? Which is... <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah, so that's great, I guess. Great. So it'll be another Smallville. <laughs> Who's getting it? Not the CW. Somebody not the else. CW. Somebody else. Just it. not. They've just, just put the. They've just put a blanket rule <laughs> down. Anyone can have it. Per, first, first TV station to put their hands up can have it, as long as it's not the CW. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I think they've sort of perfected flying CGI flying in TV, haven't they? Sure, but I mean, whether she gets the budget for that or yeah, not is the question. Right. Mm. But they'd have to, right? Yeah, you'd have to make her fly because that would be dumb. Mm. Like Smallville. Like Smallville for 10 years. No, he did, he did fly in Smallville eventually, didn't he? Well, he, what happened in Smallville, like, he had the ability to fly yeah. from, like, season three or something. But he something. couldn't stand to fly. Yeah. Because he, <laughs> he had got no wings. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, go But he never, like, he never had the confidence or the the knowledge, like, the, the, the trigger in his mind to do it. But, like, sometimes a bad guy would take over his mind yeah. and he could fly for yeah. some reason. And then... That the bad guy, you know, the spirit of the bad guy would be blasting out of his mind or whatever, and he'd be like, "Well, I know definitively that I can fly, but why would I bother thinking about it?" You know, somebody credits, somebody <laughs> save. Yeah, mm. what a great show. Uh, okay, last bit of news. I think it's one of those situations as well where we said something and then something happened related to that thing. Right. The universe is connected. It's definitely a thing. Yes, that happened. Um, X Men Apocalypse starts shooting in Montreal next April. Is that related to something we said? Nope. Great. But it is. I just thought you know it started. Oh, I meant that was related to the Supergirl thing. Oh, like, sure, Because like, sure, we sure, mentioned sure. Supergirl okay, right. and okay. bloody blah. So yeah, uh, that's great. Good on them. Uh, same director, same writers, uh, same cast with some new some new additions. There's going to be like a young Nightcrawler apparently in Gambit, obviously with Channing Tatum and. Etc. Etc. Mm. I hope there's a scene where it's just Nightcrawler in a tattoo parlor and he's just going through like books. Like, do I want this one? Ooh, okay. This one? Do I want... No, I don't like. I don't Is like it that. religiously and religious <laughs> enough? Yeah. Don't like it. Don't like it. We have this religious book. Oh, <laughs> montage. <laughs> tattoo montage. Tattoo montage. Uh yeah. Well, Mason. Yes. We, we mentioned last week. We said, look, uh, we're gonna. We do said, it. look. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> idiots. No, we said we're going to talk about Batman and the best Batman moments because we hadn't done a like. We a... certainly haven't talked about Batman a lot. No, it's weird. Yeah. But this is our fiftieth episode after all, Ooh. and Batman is probably one of the most iconic comic book characters. I thought you were going to. I thought you were going to put your foot down and go. And Batman is fifty years old today. <laughs> well, we could. He's, he's. Would you say he's the greatest father in comic books? Oh, I see. That's the way to do it. I meant to do it like that. I did it wrong because I even wrote that down. Is he the greatest? He's probably the worst for. Well, he his got son his died. son killed, and he didn't know he existed for he's a long time. He's had a lot time. of his surrogate children do- killed as well. True. Several Robins. But he's the best father. Like more than two. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the best father in the sense that he's lived to gather more children. No, <laughs> that's a bad justification. <laughs> He is a father. How about that? Father's Day. He's 50 years old. It's our 50th, 50th is episode. Is Damien Wayne back from the dead in Batman Again? Or is he... In Batman Again. No, movie. In, the, in, the, no, no in the current <laughs> Batman comics. Damien Wayne. Is he alive? I don't think he's alive yet. I might be wrong, though. I'm not up to date on that. Okay. I think there's been some stories that 
hint around it, or maybe they're set in another universe or set in a different time. Okay, so currently he's a bad father because his son's dead. <laughs> yes. But when his son is revealed to have not died at all, but there was some sort of switcheroo, then he'll be a great father again. That's right. Exactly. Anyway, this is a, anyway. Basically, we decided we'd just talk about Batman. Yeah. Yeah. At the best Batman moments, and we've yeah. got some. We've got a whole lot of listener um, listeners write in as well. So I thought maybe we'll go through our moments, uh-huh. and then we'll um, we'll go through the listeners. That's right, everyone. It's another episode of James and Mason list a whole bunch of things. <laughs> Will there be context? Who knows? Maybe. Probably not. Do you want to? Do you want to kick it off? Do you want to do it chronologically? Oh, I can't do. It. I haven't written it here chronologically, but oh, we can. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll do whatever. Uh no, let's not do that. Okay. All right, let's kick it off. Uh, uh, uh. I can start chronologically. Okay, go ahead. In the original Batman comics, he just murdered a bunch of people. Is that an iconic moment, though? <laughs> yes. There's one moment in particular where there's a guy, like a monster who'd mutated, and he hangs him from the bat plane with a, with a rope and just flies around until the guy chokes to death, and he's like, he would have wanted it this way. This is better. <laughs> I can't wait to be a father sometime. <laughs> but he Tied used, it in. He used, yeah, absolutely. He used to carry a gun and yeah, absolutely, like, yeah. punch people into acid. And all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Just like the Tim Burton version. Okay, so are we going to say iconic moments of Batman killing a whole bunch of people? <laughs> let's let's talk about yeah. all the times Batman killed people. Well, look, I am, I'm currently doing a video on that. I'm like uh-huh. halfway through it. I'm, I'm doing like top five moments. Am I telling you about this? I think so, yeah. Yeah, and... I'm, I can't do It's hard to winnow it down to just five, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Because yeah. he's killed a lot, of, a lot of people. So, you know, I don't want to step on that. But I mean, anything... some of them out of continuity. Yeah. But... but there's a lot of them that are in continuity, mm. you know? And a lot of them, they're kind of like... Yeah, yeah. What are they called? Like, said, no, no, he didn't murder them. Like, one I didn't include was the one where he locks that Russian guy... The KGB. The KGB guy in, a, in an underground bunker. And just leaves him to die. Yeah. And he's like, sometimes... The ends justify the means or whatever. And yeah. Like, Sometimes you gotta blah 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 justice something blah blah, and then he just leaves. But yeah, they later read because they wanted the KGB KGB's back. Yeah. So they later retconned it and be like, oh, actually, he called the cops. Yeah. And the cops collected him or whatever. Yeah. I yeah. mean, despite the fact that he said he won't be a problem anymore <laughs> because I've I've left him to his death, or whatever he said. <laughs> Batman has also killed a lot of people in garbage dumps. Oh, you mean like oh, like piles of cars fall yeah, on yeah, them? Yeah yeah, 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 absolutely. There's a lot of like. Batman kills a lot of people with mitigating circumstances where, like, morally he could sort of get away with. Yeah. But, I mean, it's always like he punches the guy, the guy falls into a stack of cars, the cars crush the guy. Yeah, and Batman's like... You're Batman. uh, Yeah. You could have punched him in a different (laughs) direction. Like, you know that that stack of cars... You've seen stacks of cars before. Yes. You trained with an expert in stacking cars. (laughs) That's right. In Tibet. And then... You'd know that if you hit that guy into the stack of cars, it'll crush him. Yeah. So hit him so he goes another direction. Another direction, yeah. Also, there's that bit in Batman Begins where he's like, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. No, you kind of do. You do, because that's what you're about. You had the opportunity to do that and you didn't. So you're a murderer. (laughs) There's also that bit in Batman Begins where he won't kill that one criminal. In yep. the in the in the monastery, yeah. So he just kills everybody, everybody else, else instead. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He kills Ra's al Ghul. He kills about fifty ninjas. Yep. And he nearly kills Liam Neeson, but then he does kill Liam Neeson at the end anyway. Right, yes. So and then yeah, exactly. What else do we hate about Batman? And that guy was, and the guy he refuses to kill was a bad guy, right? Yeah, they, that's right. They explicitly say that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Great. Great stuff, Batman. <laughs> weird code, Batman. It is a weird code. Also, you'll kill Darkseid. Yeah, he killed Darkseid, yeah, I, that's right. Mm. I mean, I don't, Darkseid came back, obviously, as everybody does or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh, 
Yeah, he and with a gun. So <laughs> he broke two rules but then. Was it the gun that killed his parents? It couldn't have been. I don't think so. Okay, that would have been pretty messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do he has he has that gun, does he? I don't know. He probably it, would. Yeah. But he does know how to shoot guns and dismantle guns and all that, doesn't he? Like yeah. he's a, he's a weapons expert. He just doesn't use them. Mm. Well, <laughs> Well, he really wants to. There's also that bit in uh, the first episode of the future Batman show, Future Batman. Yep. Where the reason he retires is he's a be- he's getting beaten by thugs, yep. and he has to. The only way he can stop himself from being killed is he pulls a gun on one of them, right, right, because right. he has like this sort of chest pain kind of thing, and right, 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 and that's why he hangs up the boots, the bat boots, the bat boots, and the bat gun, and the bat. Gun. <laughs> You've had a lot of use, old Bessie, but I'll put you away for now. But yeah, he used we had to... some good times. We... Mwah. <laughs> I'll wait a couple more for the road. <laughs> <laughs> but he um he used to carry a gun as well, like in the very early incarnations. He yep. was just a guy in a bat suit who used to shoot and murder people. Well, that because yeah, because like the, the sort of the mystery men of the twenties and thirties, like the shadow, the and shadow, and they just yeah, yeah they love, love using a gun. The phantom. What else are you gonna do? Yeah, and I think back in the day. Because he, he, the Joker died as well. Like the Joker in his earliest appearance, he yeah. died. But then I think they, he was Bill Finger, who who illustrated it at the time, was forced to add an extra panel where he recovered in hospital or he, okay. he had some final words or something like that. Because I think at the time it was seen like if you had a character like Batman and he let the villains live, he was weak. <laughs> yeah. So he had to kill everybody, and then they were like, "Actually, we kind of like the Joker, so we'll bring him back." Yeah, yeah. And that mm, interesting. Mm. Early Batman though is not really Batman, is he? Like, no, no, he's, yeah. a, he's a lunatic with a gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and now he's a lunatic without a gun. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. All right, you got another iconic Batman moment? Well, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a lot in the movies. Yeah. And I know some you hate. Sure. And if we're, we're talking about Batman killing a lot of people. There's a lot of killing in Batman 1989. <laughs> there is, and uh, Batman Returns. Yes. And Batman Forever. Anyway, sorry, go on. a lot. Uh, I'm going to say, because one of the most... If you'd say, what, what's the most iconic scene in... What, what do people remember of Batman? I think it's the opening scene on the rooftop in the 1989 Batman. Yeah. Where he lifts the thug, like, yeah. off his feet, like, like, two feet off the ground. Yeah. And the guy's like, what are you? And he's like, I'm Batman. Yeah, that That's, is absolutely iconic. That is... Yeah, exactly. There's 10,000 parodies. Yeah, yeah. And there's so many in that. But there's the, the scene where the Joker... Uh, Jack, he's Jack Napier in the yeah. film, but he... Goes to a surgeon to get his face put back together mm. after he's been after Batman deflects that bullet into his head, if you recall, <laughs> and then into acid. Yeah, and there's that scene where he demands the mirror. That's like yeah, like, that's iconic, right? Absolutely, it is. Yeah. Definitely, and that yeah. was parodied in the Simpsons. Why and... do you hate this film so much? I don't hate it. I just okay. think it's it's mm. no, it's great, but yep. it's not really a good Batman movie. Okay, that's fine. what I'm saying. All right, I uh, you're I, wrong, but I understand. My favorite scene in that movie is the scene where Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton's "Let's Get Nuts" scene. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I'll, I'll probably put a clip of that. That is in here. madness. <laughs> you know what happened to this guy, Jack? Wow. Made mistakes. And then he had us. Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. <laughs> it's insane. And he's yeah. just tell. He's just casually telling this story. And then he's just... Then he smashes the fire like with a down, stick okay. the umbrella or something. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a deli- If you read the novel, the junior novelization, as I do Alan as a Dean Foster? Yeah. There is an, there's an additional scene after that. Yeah. Where the Joker leaves that apartment and Michael Keaton, Bruce mm. Wayne, 
like he doesn't have his bat equipment, but he puts on like a ski mask and he goes, he chases them down the street. Like there's a, there's like a car chase scene and he, but it's, it's and they don't realize that it's him, even though he's in the same suit. He's in that same weird taupe colored double breasted suit from the eighties. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, that is a that is a I like that movie. I do. I yep. just mm, I think it's it's yeah. What a, it is, what it is. Uh-huh. The same way that Batman sixty six is what it is. A lot of people wrote in with some Batman sixty six moments. Yep. Okay. The most iconic ones, probably the Batman shark. and Joker go surfing. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Surfing competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is that? What's going on there? Ah, uh, you know what? I can't remember. Me neither. Uh, I can picture it very clearly, but I yes. don't know the context. It may or may not involve them both running for mayor, and they have to <laughs> decide who's the best via a surfing competition. But maybe those are separate episodes. I can't sure. remember. But yeah, you're right. Shark. Shark repellent. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That is the best. That that is like even though shark that's, repellent bat spray. It's so goofy that show. Yeah. But. Deep down, whatever, it's very Batman in the way yes. that he doesn't kill, he doesn't use guns, he's got the same backstory, all the iconic villains are there. Yep. It's, it's everything, but it's super goofy. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's pretty much the, the same Batman. That's, yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, I... Well, not when I, when I was a kid, I really enjoyed it, and then when... I became like an angsty teen, yeah. as we all did. I was like, "Oh, what's well, so dumb? It's yeah. such a dumb. Why, why were they even? Doesn't even make any sense." But now I'm I'm a hundred percent back on board. Me too. Yeah, as, yeah. A, as an old man, I'm a hundred percent back on board. Because <laughs> so, that the the shark repellent bat spray that is from the the '66 Batman movie. Yeah, and there's a lot of great uh, scenes in that. My favorite. Well, there's there's sometimes you just can't get rid of a bomb, which is which they borrowed in the Dark Knight uh, Rises. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's true. Yeah, where he's like, okay, he's trying to get rid of the bomb. Well, we could, you know, he, there's like, uh, there's like Cub Scouts. Like he tries yeah. to throw one when there's Cub Scouts. And there's he tries ducks. To throw it, there's ducks. And there's like two lovers on the boat having a romantic. There's dip. a big marching band. There's a marching band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, my favorite, hang on, I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find it because I've got to get the quote right. But my favorite part of that film is the logic where it's it's... Batman, Robin, Commissioner Gordon, and Chief O'Hara—they're all in the commissioner's office, and they're trying to figure out who was responsible for this, for the, yes. rub, the rubber shark attack, and the and the the exploding the, the exploding shark, and the the fake yacht, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and they're all trying to the the nineteen sixties like camp Batman logic, and so they're like, oh, which which villains could it be? And then uh, Batman's like, pretty fishy. What happened to me on that ladder? And Gordon's like. Oh, where there's fish, there could be a penguin. And then Robin's all like, wait, it happened at sea. Sea? Sea for Catwoman! <laughs> and it just, it just goes on. It just on. goes from there. Yeah. yeah. That's, it's got all the Batman elements. He's amazing detective skills. Yeah, see, that's his, yeah, it's he's all the world's greatest detective. Yeah. yeah. But teamwork also. Also teamwork, yeah. yeah. Is that all, I remember whether it's in that episode or that movie or something else where... Oh, the death of Robin. No, that's something yes, else. Where he's... He was bludgeoned to death with a crowbar and then blown up in a warehouse. Yeah, that happened in Batman 1966. It did, I remember. Yeah. Where they're, they're magnetised to a buoy. Yep. Is that in the movie? That is in the movie, And yes. then I think, and there's a missile coming. Yeah, and so and he's, a, got, he's got a torpedo. He's got like, he reverses the polarity. Yeah. He's the super polarity thing. But then it's not reversing anymore. Yeah, he run, runs out of battery. And a porpoise. A porpoise, <laughs> a brave porpoise, <laughs> swims into the path of the last torpedo. Yeah. That definitely happens. And I love how they play it off like... Oh, it sacrificed itself. Like, but also the, the way that he he didn't even think what a great coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't even that. It was what a hero that porpoise is. <laughs> like, yeah. he, he read this situation. <laughs> well, because that's the thing. He's he's a, he's the and the most noble of heroes, Batman. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. technically the porpoises, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You've probably heard this or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash Weekly Planet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify 
as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. Expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Um, I guess you got any good, like, iconic comic comic moments? You mentioned Death of Robin. Yes, that's certainly one. Uh, uh, do people know about that? Like, the general public, are they... Ofay? Oh, yeah. no, you can break it down. I'm sure there's people who don't know. Ah... Hmm. Uh... No, I, we kind of just did. Okay, yeah. sure. Well, basically, there was a poll, though, wasn't there, to see whether... Because it was the new Robin, which was um, Tim Drake, who we mentioned before. Oh, no, Tim no, Drake, no. sorry. Jason Todd. Uh, Jason Todd, sorry. Yeah. Redhead, like, arrogant Robin. Mm. And there were, people were very divided on him because people love um, Dick Grayson. And they had a poll to see whether or not he would live or die. And you would call a number. You yeah. would call a 1-800 number. That's it. And it or was... a 1-900 number. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... It was like 51% 49% or something. So he just made it. Right, right. He just was killed. But you know what? They could have fudged the numbers. We don't know. So if you read the, the like the trade paperback that collects that, mm. uh, at least the version I had, there, there's like an editor's note in there. Yeah. And it said it says in there that he had two copies of the issue in like in his desk drawer. Okay. One where he lives and one where he dies. Mm. I don't know if that's true, but if it is, where is that copy where he lives? That's a really good question. I would question. like to see that. Yeah, and yeah. I would, I'd say that's probably not true. I don't reckon it's true. Because can, we would have seen it by now. Yeah, I reckon they're going to kill him regardless. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, really? Okay. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Because it's a non-event. Like, no one's going to remember the time that the Robin nearly died. Right, like yeah. that, hundreds of other that times. That he got into, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, how many... I mean, they probably remember the part where the Joker bludgeoned him with a crowbar <laughs> for like 10 minutes. They'd remember that. Sure, well, people... I'd remember that if it happened to me. <laughs> well, people remember the... Uh, you know, Oracle, like Gordon's daughter being shot through the spine or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because that was another brutal kind of moment. Yeah, she yeah. didn't, she didn't, she lived, but people remember that. I guess because she was in a wheelchair as well afterwards, oh. since then. But yeah, what a moment in history. Correct. What about the time that Batman and Robin were slowly sinking in caviar? <laughs> <laughs> in Batman 66. Yep. I don't mean to come back to it, but it just yep. got me thinking about all the times that Batman and Robin nearly died. Yep. And it was every second episode, because every... Every second, second episode, episode was a cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, that used to make me real tense when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Because the first episode, they were always two-parters. I'm like, oh, this is bloody cliffhanger one. I hate these because oh. then I have to wait for the next right. one. So, yeah. Hmm. But I, can't, I, I got here for comic moments. Yep. The Dark Knight Returns is a, is a great book and whatever. Uh-huh. But for me, the, I think the best moment is when Batman and the Joker go oh, to the, the way, carnival. By the way, spoiler for this. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for all of this. Sure, yeah. If, you, if we mention something <laughs> and you haven't read it or seen it, yeah. just pause it. Download it real quick. Yep. Watch it. Read it. Read it. Get back on board. Get onto it. Yeah. Because yeah. some of these, like, I think probably my number one favorite, and why I've mentioned it ad nauseum on this podcast, mm. it's it's just a spoiler. Like, if you if we talk about it, it's spoiled. Yeah. So cool. All know, right. And that's my fave. So when I mention it, yeah, just go and, and read it. Is it the I'm Batman moment from Batman eighty nine? Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. damn it. I spoiled it already. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's Batman going after the Joker for the last time. Yep. And if if you haven't read it or whatever, I guess I won't spoil exactly what happens. But I think that like people remember the Batman Superman fight from that comic, uh-huh. which is also great. Yep. But for me, that moment between Batman and the Joker is one of, is one of their best showdowns. Uh-huh. And it, we can spoil it. We just mentioned sure. spoilers. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Okay. So hey, Batman Batman is going to kill the Joker, and he decides not to the last minute, and so the Joker then breaks his own neck. Yes. To make it look like the Batman, Batman killed him, him. Yeah. after Batman threw a batarang into his eye. Yeah. Because <laughs> I love that. I've talked about it before. Like Batman's just been pushed to the complete limits. He's just like, I've had enough of this. Yep. I've dealt with this for forty fucking years. I'm just gonna murder this guy. Yep. And yeah, it's great. Speaking of Batman murdering the Joker. Yes. And we were talking about the killing Joker a second ago. Yeah. It is very heavily implied. I, I don't know if the killing joke was intended to be in or out of continuity at the mm, time. Yeah. Because it, the, the final scene of the killing joke does seem to imply that Batman does kill the Joker right yeah. at the end. Yeah. Because jo- the Joker tells his famous joke, the killing joke. Yeah. And then... Batman finally cracks a smile and he laughs and then they both have a good good old fun laughing time like at the end of a sitcom where everybody laughs and there's a freeze frame. Yeah. But then the Joker's laughter suddenly stops. Yeah. With the, with the Batman's hands around his neck. Yeah. And it's sort of... It's implied that he broke his neck. Yeah. Yeah. He loves it. He loves a bit of that. And that was only kind of revealed recently-ish, wasn't it? Grant so, Morrison yeah. talked about that on the mm-hmm. Kevin Smith podcast, but that's yeah, pretty yeah. incredible mm-hmm. if that is true or not true. Yeah. If you ask Alan Moore, he probably won't even remember or pretend he doesn't remember. Or Well, he or doesn't... The... I don't think he... Li- he he likes nothing that he's... I don't know if he just disowns everything he's done for like mm. DC and Marvel. Yeah, I think that's you. probably it. But I, he doesn't like a lot of his old work. Yeah. Like virtually none of his old work. Yeah. He'll... he'll see in a positive light yeah i don't know if that's because he's like because you know how a lot of like bands will release an album and they'll release their next album and they'll be like oh that last album was garbage we yeah. weren't even trying with that last one we really but now we've really hit our stride yeah next one. we're in a good place again. yeah i feel maybe alan moore's like that like he he feels like maybe he keeps evolving as a writer and then he does look at the back at all his old stuff and he's like well that was really kind of you know simplistic or garbage or whatever yeah. because like the killing joke i think he said that because it's it's that entire thing of Batman versus the Joker, those people do not exist. Nobody like that exists in the real world. No. So what is it? What is it telling us about the human condition, kind mm. of thing? What is it telling us? Well, <laughs> no. I th- see. I think it does though, because he said that. He said, "Look, you know, it's just two weird archetypes battling <laughs> each other. These weird cartoon character kind yeah. of things." But I think it does. Like it, it's about it's the Killing Joke is about a man who. You know, one bad night kind of ruined his life yeah. and the lives of everybody around him. And I kind of, mm. you know, that's happened. Yeah. That's absolutely. a real thing. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Mm. And, and it can go either way because Batman also had one bad night, but yeah. he went with a K. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
and you know so you could it could very it's a you know it's a yeah, pivotal yeah, yeah. moment in, mm. in both of their lives or whatever mm. Mm. okay he's an iconic batman shirtless 1970s batman <laughs> just the cow just the cow yeah. there's the the, the the um the demon lives again i think it was called it was a yeah. it was batman versus ra's al ghul mm. uh and look Left. there's a lot of shirtless sword fighting there in is it. a lot of shirtless sword fighting uh-huh like a Sinbad-esque adventure that ends yes, in a shirtless exactly. sword fight. Now, he's called. He's um. He's referred to by a couple. Of, I think Grant Morrison refers to this particular Batman as 1970s hairy shirtless love god Batman. Because <laughs> this 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 is this is the era where he knocked up Talia Al Ghul, and yeah. resulting in Damian Wayne. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, the Demon Lives Again features a lot of weird shirtless sword fighting where he's. Shirtless, but he's still got the cowl on. What's going on there? I don't know. Yeah. It's easier to tell who he is, I guess. Yeah, but if you say 1970s Batman, that's the first thing I think of. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think of uh, Adam West going to conventions in his bat suit. Sure, yeah. Still. Huh. <laughs> well, that guy had a rough trot, you know. Like, he didn't get work for ages. Yeah, that Batman, was an era it... of massive typecasting. Yeah. Like, that... he did anything, really. Yeah, he was, he was nearly James Bond at one point as well. That oh, nearly happened. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you can. See, he looks the part, like Roger Moore. He but looks he, like yeah, he looks Moore. like Roger Moore exactly. But he, I don't think he could do the accent. I'd still want to say it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the animated series is obviously very the Batman animated series. It's probably the not d- the not the Roger Moore, James Bond animated series. <laughs> James Bond Junior. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Well, obviously the night the nineteen nineties cartoon. It's it's still people still consider it probably one of, if not the best ver- version of Batman that we've seen. Mm. Outside of the comics, a lot of people are very on board with the Batman. Yeah, I was reading. I've never seen it, a little bit, maybe. But we should give it a chance. Yeah, yeah. Because that went for four years, did it or something, something like that? that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be great, yeah. but um, the new three D one didn't do as well. Where I don't know what Batman that was. coming at you! <laughs> exclamation mark. <laughs> but yeah, the one of the most iconic. Well, there's a lot of iconic moments that in that one. There's the the card playing episode where all the villains are in like recounting a time that they. Took on the Batman, yeah, and they, they got nearly these am- killed him. They nearly killed him, and they got like they've all got these amazing stories. And Croc's moment is that he I picked won- up a rock and threw it at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but probably for me, the Heart of Ice episode, yes. and for a lot of other people, is like the definitive like Batman animated series uh-huh. episode. It, it reintroduces for Mister Freeze in an amazing way, which yep. then reinvented him in the comics. Like a lot of stuff from that show flowed over into the comics, like yep. Harley Quinn. Uh-huh. The new version of Freeze. Lock up. Lock up. He didn't last very long. <laughs> Throwing rocks at Batman. Yep. All the classic moments. Mm. So yeah, and that and that was that was also ran at a time when those movies were going on and they were getting progressively worse. Sure. But that, and more cartoony. And more cartoony, which was weird. But that show didn't really. I mean, it had cartoony elements, obviously, because it, it was, was a cartoon. cartoon. <laughs> but like, there was an episode I remember where Catwoman was literally turned into a Catwoman. Oh, like sure, stuff yeah. like that, uh-huh. but uh, what a great show! Yeah, but we're talking about Heart of Ice. Mm. Actually, it's interesting they've they've sort of because he he became he was just like a one dimensional cartoony villain, and then he got a uh, a tragic backstory that his wife Nora was you know she had a disease and she was dying, and he was she was put under chronic suspension, and then yeah. he tried to find a cure, and then uh, then his you know his project was shut down, and he mm. became Mister Freeze. Yeah, but there's a there's more recently there was a there's been a twist to that origin. We spoke about this, did we? Yeah, but no, go on. That she's not 
actually his wife. Yeah, she was 52 just, Yeah, she was just the first woman who was cry- chronically frozen, and yeah. he's become obsessed with her. Yeah. And also, he murdered his mother when he was a child. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so... Did, put, did, tipped her into a frozen pool or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, I don't like that version as much. Yeah. Because it takes yeah. the... It just means he's just a lunatic. Correct, yeah. So, you know... Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's still interesting, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'd run with that. Could you think... Because when Batman shows up and he stops Mr. Freeze, he's like, you're a lunatic. Yeah, yeah. You th- you're thinking, well, what are you doing, Batman? Batman yeah, this exactly. Is, you're like, but then it's revealed that, you know, that all that hmm. backstory, etc. Spoilers. For me, yes. there's a lot of iconic moments in the Batman, the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh-huh. But I love that that first scene where you see Bruce Wayne in the prison. Yes. And that, that is, I think Christian Bale is not a great Batman voice or whatever, but I think he nails no, Bruce Wayne. he's got Wayne. a great Batman voice. <laughs> He nails Bruce Wayne, uh-huh. and I love that bit in the prison where he's just like an animal, and he just like is in that is in that kind of pile of mud, sure. and it's just this brutal brawl, and he's just like he just beats up twenty guys, so many elbows, and <laughs> yeah, and just at the end where you see the guards drag him away, and the ground is just littered with like right, right. like half beaten to death criminals. Yes, it's great. That is a like good just one. that that was before he got the the ninja training or whatever. It was just like raw aggression and power and whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, that, uh, that was a really good way to introduce the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I liked the bit where he killed all those ninjas in the, in the yeah. explosion. If we're talking about introductions in those movies, mm. one of my favorite... The, the introduction of the Joker in The Dark Knight. Yeah. We don't, we don't know it's the Joker until then. But it's... it's, it's metic- the, the heist is meticulously planned. Yeah. Because, you know, it, and, and that sort of shows in the whole rest of the movie that he is, he is this tactical genius. Yeah. With this mask of being a lunatic, mm. he never admits to being crazy in the films. Like a lot of people think, he says he's not even. Yeah, at one he says point. he's not yeah. exactly. People yeah. are people are like you're a lunatic, and he's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm I'm seeing things very clearly. Yeah, yeah. But that scene where at the start where he's planned this heist, and everybody on the team thinks their mission is to do their wait for somebody to do their job and then kill them yeah. and then make a how you know away with the loot and he's organized it so none of them know that there's another person ready to kill them yeah and at the end it's just it's just the joker left yeah great it's great it's really it's really good yeah listed the thing pretty great <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man it's it's such a shame that he died that we didn't get to see the joker again yeah devastating yeah. oh well i'm sure we'll see it recast and it'll be really good mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh I've just got here, you want to get nuts? But we, talked, we spoke <laughs> about that. We spoke about you want to get nuts, let's get that. Another comic moment, which I've talked about before multiple times, is Batman versus the Predator. I'm not going to bang on about it, but I love that comic, and I love how the end, that he really just gives the Predator a severe beating with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's classic. America. Yeah, that's classic Batman. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, the merging of, it's the merging of two franchises that normally doesn't work, but that, that one's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go back to the animated series. Sure. We animated, can jump around. Anima- jump yeah, around. let's jump around. Animated stuff. Yeah. Um, my favourite... Uh, what do we got? Who's my two favourites? There's... there's a, Actually, I'll tell you just one... My one favourite Batman moment is there is a, there's an episode of Justice League Unlimited mm-hmm. where uh, Wonder Woman is turned into a pig. We talked about, you know, we, we love things being transmogrified, as you just mentioned. <laughs> do but, we? But uh, Cersei, who is sort of a demigod, yeah. magically transforms Wonder Woman into a pig. The episode is called "This Little Piggy." If you want to, if you want to watch it, I do. And in the, in Justice League Unlimited, there is a sort of a a romance between 
Batman and Wonder Woman, mm. but they can't do anything about it because they're both on the same team and blah, blah, blah. And, and she would kill him. She would crush him to death, obviously. <laughs> and so Batman, you know, has to pull out all the stops to... And she goes missing in the city because she's a pig. <laughs> like Babe. Like, like Babe. Babe exactly. 2, pig in the city. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so he has to go out... He has to recruit Zatanna, the, the magician, uh, and mm. they have to... And a couple of other people, and they have to go into the city and find her. And they eventually end up at... Cersei's got a nightclub where yeah. she's like the featured singer and you know everybody works <laughs> I know I've yeah. just caught caught on to what you're going to say and there is a yeah and so there is a there's an intense magical battle and obviously Cersei being a demigod can you know do this forever and they're yeah. eventually going to run out of steam and be and be killed by giant panthers or you know whatever mm. and Batman has the ace up his sleeve where he's like look magic has a price what do I need to do for you to lift this spell? Yeah. I will do anything. And she's like, look, I need you. The, what I need from you is something very precious that you've worked very hard to conceal. Something, you know, that once you lose, you'll never regain. Something soul-shattering. And everybody, the, the viewer is like, she wants him to reveal his identity to the world. That's it. Like, yeah. this will ruin his career as a, as, a, as a crime fighter. This will ruin everything. But we reveal after the break that she wants him to lose his dignity and sing karaoke at the, at the bar, <laughs> and and he does, and it's great. It is. It's really he is and the it, best, and he's really did. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I'll put that song at the end of this episode. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So good. It's that's Kevin Conroy's actual singer. It is. Too. Yeah. Well, he's a classically trained actor, isn't he? And there you go. Singer and whatever. So I'm sure that's a great moment. There's also there's a really um, for Batman comic. I don't know who wrote it, so I apologise. It but was it's, me. It's ba- you're welcome. <laughs> It's Batman. You see him doing all sorts of like karate moves, and he's like feet oh, that's in the from air. Short packed. It's short packed. Okay, and he's like yeah, feet, arms in the air, and eventually it goes panel to panel of that. And then like the last panel is you see he's on one of those dance dance revolution machines, <laughs> and there's two kids watching him. And they're like, oh wow, he really is the best at everything. <laughs> so yeah, but speaking of the Justice League um, Unlimited series, yes, there's an episode where there's a character called Ace, who's this girl who's got basically the powers. It starts off where she's, she can like put images in your mind or whatever, but uh-huh. it eventually evolves to she can just change the fabric of time. Yep. Uh-huh. So and, and and she's also dying, and she's she's altered the fabric of time so much that when she dies, she's gonna have this brain aneurysm. She's just gonna kill everybody, right? Because yes. it's the, the the ripple effect or whatever. Uh-huh. And so Amanda Waller makes this machine, this little thing that was like, if you go and use this on her, it'll it'll kill her without. Um, ruining the world without ruining the world so Batman's like I'll do it I'll kill her and you know finally, I, finally yeah. <laughs> can I use a gun I love using guns so so, so can, we, I, can I kill her and then wrap a noose around her neck and fly around <laughs> in the bat plane so he goes he grabs it and he goes in and you kind of think that he is going to do it or uh-huh. he has the intentions to do it and obviously when he goes in there she's like look I know you're not going to do it I can read your mind or whatever uh-huh. she's like I'm really scared and, and whatever I don't want to die and then he just sits on the swing with her and he holds her hand and uh-huh. then she just dies mm. and it's kind of a downer yeah. but it's a really really good moment and it's just another thing where Batman he's not only saving the world but he's also looking out for people as well uh-huh. he's like he knows that Wonder Woman would go in and kill that girl uh-huh. or anybody else would probably go in and kill that girl but he's sure. like I'll do it I'll take care of it but I'll do it you know, Superman, the Batman stay on, way. Stay on neck-breaking hands. <laughs> I'll take care of this. I got this. So yeah, it's a really good moment. I mean, it's not as funny as the singing, but yeah. It's... Any any element, any Batman moment where he's not using his fists is kind of quite yeah. affecting. I don't know if that's just... where he's using his feet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Or a sword. Or a sword or a gun. <laughs> Noose. <laughs> Grenades. Grenades, oh, yeah. So much. But, like, I, is that because he's just so brutal all the time that any time we're like, oh, that's oddly effective. Yeah, I, it must be, yeah. There's a, there's a series, there's um there's a one shot called Batman Planetary. Yeah. Which is a team up between, well, it's not really a team up. There's a, there's a, a, a Wildstorm character called Planetary. They're a team and they sort of investigate the secret history of the world and that mm. secret history of the world is like comic book superheroes and characters and stuff okay. like that. It's a, it's it's an image book. Mm. Um, you should everybody should read that. It's one of my favorites. Um but there is a there is a one shot where they go to their universe's version of Gotham City mm. because there's like a, a killer on the loose and he has some sort of transdimensional powers. Yeah. And everybody should read this before I spoil it. But uh, what was it called again? It's Just called a... it's called Batman Planetary. Alright, cool. Uh, and and they go to their version of Gotham City because there's this transdimensional killer on the loose, like he's got some sort of weird dimensional abilities, mm. and so they find him and his powers erupt, and then they just they go through a series of alternate realities and they discover that in every Gotham City but their own there is a Batman, okay. and they have to in, they encounter him several. So they run into like. Classic modern day Batman. They mm. run into nineteen sixties Batman. They run into Dark Knight Returns Batman. Yeah. They run into a, like a like a future dystopia Batman. Mm. And eventually they sort of run into the they meet the real Batman, the current one. Yeah. And they realise that he's he's more than this vigilante, he's this sort of force of the universe kind of mm. he he's this he's a force of nature. Yeah. And instead of just getting this this murderer and just killing him, he he sort of because he he's not he's not a he's not a killer he's just uh he's he's like this sort of mutant freak whose whose powers are manifesting without his knowledge and he's kind of okay, yeah. he's he's on the run mm. and he just he tells him to remember his parents like he remembers that okay yeah he he's like do you do you remember your parents maybe that will you know help you, do you it's it's hard, it's yeah. it's, it's affecting because he doesn't yeah he doesn't, he doesn't go in and beat him up <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah. But he's Absolutely. like, look, do you remember your parents? Do you remember them smiling? That's that you have to focus on that mm. and, and and be calm and be still yeah. and find a moment of happiness, and then maybe that will that will stop this happening. Yeah, it does and Batman breaks his neck. That's not true. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, everyone! Happy Father's Day, everybody! <laughs> that's really nice, Batman that's Planetary. Nice. All right, well, that's your what you're reading this week. You only get one. Aww. So. <laughs> I got so much to read. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of alternative versions of Batman, yes. There's the version in the, uh, the one of the latest Justice League movies, the Flashpoint Paradox. It's also in the comic, obviously, where Batman is Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne, yeah. Because in the in the alley, it was Bruce Wayne that was killed. Uh-huh. Martha Wayne goes crazy, turns into the Joker somehow. Right. And Thomas Wayne becomes this gun-toting psychopath Batman. Yes, finally, guns. Yeah, and he's a really awesome version. And if you haven't seen um, The Flashpoint Paradox, it's really, really good. But at the end, just before they set all the dimensions right again, or The Uh Flash does, Thomas Wayne writes a letter to Bruce Wayne Uh back in his dimension. So Thomas Wayne's Batman then hands it to The Flash, and The Flash then hands it to Batman. And Batman reads this letter from his dad who he hasn't heard from since he was shot in the alley. Right, right. That's a really, really nice moment. Huh. So, yeah. Does anyone get their neck broken? Yeah. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, yeah. Uh, you know what's another great moment, I think? Yes. I'm just going to... Uh, the Batman, the Bat credit card is, is good. <laughs> is it good? <laughs> no, it's not. Thank you. People remember it, though. They do, don't they? Um, the... The scene, it's another quiet moment. It's in the Dark Knight. It's just after... If you haven't seen the Dark Knight, you have, so don't worry about it. <laughs> but where after Rachel Dawes is killed. Yep. 
And then it's Batman just sitting alone in the skyscraper. Bruce Wayne has just got the helmet in his lap. Uh-huh. And he's telling Alfred that he's like, she was going to run away with me and we were going to get married and whatever. And Alfred's got the letter that says, Dear Batman, I'm breaking up with you. Right, yeah. And he's just like, righto. And he just like puts it away. <laughs> like, And he just lets him live with that until the next movie where he just tells him. Sure, yeah. <laughs> like, just off the head. But I think that's a really, really good moment. I mean, it's kind of a dick move in Alfred. Yeah, you know? it is. I think, do you think Batman would have been better off knowing that? Yes. And not me? <laughs> yes. It's not even a question. Because he could have, I guess he could have then gone to Harvey Dent and given that letter to him or something. Well, Harvey knew actually that she chose him anyway. Yeah. But he didn't, didn't tell Batman that or whatever. Also, Batman kills Harvey Dent, so. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the course, really. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but. Do you remember when Batman... Well, we talked about Guy Gardner last week. Yes. <laughs> when Batman punched out Guy Gardner. Yes. Because in the, I guess, the late 80s, early 90s, Batman was the head of Justice League International. Yeah. And Guy Gardner, second string Green Lantern <laughs> Guy Gardner, was was not happy with that. Yeah. And so there's a very there's a very famous, very funny scene where... Very funny. It's funny enough. It's very it's funny. funny enough everyone. for a comic book. <laughs> where Guy Gardner challenges the leadership... And of course, he's got the Green Lantern ring, which can do anything. Yeah. And Batman's like, all right, let's do this then. And he knocks him out in one punch. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Have you read All-Star Batman and Robin, The Boy Wonder? I don't think I have. It's the it's Frank Miller after he went insane. Good. I'm liking this already. And it's... But it's Jim Lee art. Okay. So it's... It, it came out more or less the same time as All-Star Superman. Mm. But even though All-Star Superman is an amazing, affecting you know, a single story. Yeah. All-Star Batman and Robin's insane because Frank Miller's gone insane. There is... There's a couple of good ones, but it it, it does contain the line with it's Batman talking to Robin. Oh, of course. And he's yeah, like, who yeah. the hell do you think I am? I'm the goddamn Batman. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the best one. I think he even uses the phrase, what are you retarded? He does say, it? what are you retarded or something. Yeah, that's... I cannot... That's amazing that that made it to print. Isn't it? I think that they were like... It's good it's Frank Miller, though. That's why. Yeah, I think why. they were like, we're so happy to have him back. Yeah. We'll do anything. But I think a lot of... Also, if you read... You should definitely read it all. It's like 12 issues or something. Mm. But you should definitely read it all because I think Frank Miller went... I can get Jim Lee to draw anything. Like, a, the Batmobile can fly and just blow yeah. people up. and what, There's a scene, actually, where... Because in this, Batman's insane. Yeah. In this in this particular limited series. It's, it's out of continuity. And he's insane, and so all the other heroes are just out to stop him. Mm. And so, at one point, Green Lantern goes in uh, to get him. And Batman, you know, lures him into a, into a particular location. Mm. And, of course... Green Lantern's ring at the time was vulnerable to the colour yellow. Yeah. And so Batman lures him into a room that has been painted. He gets he sort of he gets some child labour involved. He gets Robin to paint the entire room yellow. And then he paints himself yellow. <laughs> like so so Green Lantern is lured into this room and then the door shut. And he's in a room with literally everything is yellow. And Batman Cold and Robin plays yellow playing yellow paint. <laughs> And like the only thing to drink is lemonade in the room, so there's there's literally nothing like he can do. And the, if if there is going to be a physical fight, Green Lantern is going to be killed immediately because yeah. he's got no he's got no options. Yeah. And it's not, a, but it isn't a fight. It's just a calm conversation. Yeah. Like, you know, Green Lantern's like, "What are you doing? You what? You're insane out there. You're scaring people." And he's like, "Yeah, I am scaring people." <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Frank Miller is great and crazy. I don't know if he's great. He is crazy. He is crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
That's brilliant. And that's another quiet moment where, like, you you, you could have beat him up. Yeah. But he chose, chose not to. He's like, look, I can beat you up. Yeah. And I will if I you will keep... will later. If, yeah. If you keep making me do this. But, yeah. Going back to the... the fl- actually, the only the only thing that would have made that better if there's, like, after... Like, the last panel of the that particular issue is, like, Greenland's, like, going to bed. And he's like, oh, another crazy day. How do I keep doing these? And then he, he looks up and Batman's just there in his room and he just punches him in the balls. <laughs> That would be great. Right? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying something that wasn't involving punching someone in the ball? Oh, it might, no. Uh, the, the bit in the first Batman movie where the Batwing flies in silhouettes at the moon. Yeah. You didn't think that was corny? <laughs> no. Oh, there you go. I mean, it is corny. Yeah. But it's pretty great, right? Yeah, it's great. That old Batwing scene is amazing. Like, yes, it's it stupid, uh-huh. but it's pretty great. And it's another scene where Batman doesn't kill anybody. Yeah. But... Not for lack of trying. Yes. Because there's a lot of machine guns and missiles on that on that thing. Yeah, yeah, Lasers, exactly. All sorts. Um, have you ever read Batman and Dracula Red Rain? Yes, but I don't remember anything about it. So, basically, it's for those who don't know, it's Batman fighting Dracula. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's pretty great. Yeah, it's, duh. Yeah. <laughs> it's an Elseworld comic, so it's uh-huh. not set in real continuity. Yeah. Because uh, I won't spoil the ending, but I actually read that read that this week because I I just read a bunch of kind of different kind of Batman stuff. Uh-huh. And there's one panel in particular which I really, or a couple panels in particular, I really really like, which I think sums him up perfectly. He goes and speaks to this woman who uh, I think she's a librarian or something about Dracula because uh-huh. he has to fight a Dracula. Sure, and absolutely. Like, uh, uh, Dracula. Fighting, fighting a Dracula is one of the scariest <laughs> things you can do. <laughs> and he's like, "Are Dracula's real and whatever, whatever." Sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bit scared of Dracula's, if I'm honest with you, and I'm wa- hoping they're not real, but are Dracula's real? And she says to him as he's leaving, she's like, uh, by the way, you are aware that to some people you are not real, to others you are very real, but entirely supernatural, and there are those who even worship you. And then Batman's response is, there are those who worship money, but it seldom improves their lives, nor does the money care. So implying that basically, I know people worship me. I don't care. Huh. Like so, I think that's really great. And also, by extension, I'm money. <laughs> yes. So money, baby. <laughs> and I think you know what we're talking about. Iconic Batman moments. We of, were talking about. Yes, that. we were. The guy who runs the goddamn Batman Twitter feed. Yes. is the best. Huh. Right. Yeah. He's he's got like I don't know a few hundred thousand followers, but he he and you see his followers and then. It's people he follows, and it's zero. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yep. it's, yeah, that's Power move. Yeah, that in itself. I mean, the, the, the tweets aren't all... They don't all hit, but uh-huh. they're, they're pretty great. Sure. And they're mostly about Batman making Alfred do menial tasks and killing Robins. <laughs> that's what <laughs> sure. it's yeah. basically about, yeah. Mm. Got another one? What do you want to know? What, give, me, give, me, give me comic book or movie. I'll go comic book. Okay. Here's Batman fighting wolves. <laughs> This is Matt Wagner who created... Uh, wolves. Yeah, Wolves. He created the concept of Wolves. Uh, no, he created Grendel, who I've talked about briefly on this. But there's a... Who's Grendel again? Uh, he's like a sophisticated assassin. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, he did uh, a, a one shot called Batman and the Masked Monk, which mm-hmm. was sort of a, a, a retelling of the original, like one of the very earliest Batman stories where he's shooting people and etc. Yep. Stakes through the heart and all that sort of stuff. Yep. But uh, he's fighting Wolves. Cool. I know you love a good wolf fight. You know I love a good wolf fight. Yep. That's not really it. That's the no. It doesn't cop out on the wolf fighting either, does no, it? It doesn't cut not. away. Yeah, yeah. Another, oh, this I think is my last Batman movie moment. Okay. There's one scene in The Dark Knight yeah. where after the Joker busts into the, the party 
and he's looking for Harvey Dent uh-huh. and Batman uh, Bruce Wayne just slides out the side door sure and this this thug walks up to, up to him and he's like Bruce Wayne's just walking yeah. and this thug's with his shotgun's like yeah you can't get through here where do you think you're going or whatever and without like breaking stride he knocks this guy out dismantles his gun drops it and just keeps walking like he yep. doesn't even pause he just like goes straight that's through that's right him. yeah and you don't I, I don't even the first time I saw it you don't even think about it yeah because it's just such a smooth yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of moment but that's that's a really terrific mm. Bruce Wayne kind of moment because he's just just like I don't have time for this I'm not this <laughs> is, like this isn't anything I'm not going to do anything fancy I'm just going to go through this guy yeah, you yeah. know just keep going it's great exactly yeah mm. Mm. movie moment my favourite part of The Dark Knight is probably the ma- the magic pencil sure yeah <laughs> it's really amazing yeah yeah was yeah. well, that sport for you going in no I, didn't know I know a few people for me were like some some people that like is that because you is that because you because I sport yeah, <laughs> yeah. Straight away, you in the cinema. You're like, guess what just happened? You should have been in here with me, you idiots. Yeah, that's a pretty intense... Well, it's a pretty great moment. It's uh-huh. hilarious. Also, in that truck flip, that's great. And the interrogation scene. Yeah, that I think... Yeah, that's... I was looking through some lists of iconic moments. I think that's number one in a few places. Yeah. Okay. That's great, isn't it? Yes. It's got great Batman voice. Sure. <laughs> it's got great Joker. Uh-huh. It's terrific. Yeah, yeah. It's got Batman brutalizing somebody. Yeah, which is the best Pretty kind great. of Batman. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We haven't really talked about the Arkham games. We should, though. Two, the two moments for me, the first one is Arkham Asylum where Batman shows up with the Joker and he's uh-huh. and he's and he drags him in and he puts him on the trolley and wheels him through. Uh-huh. And it, it's not, it's kind of like a cutscene, but it's not because you control Batman uh-huh. and you just walk the Joker through Asylum and you walk past a whole lot of criminals and doctors and whatever. And you see Croc like lumber and past. criminal doctors. Criminal doctors, yeah. They're all a bit, they're all a bit <laughs> mad at crooks in there. Mm. Yeah, and you see Croc walk past and you're like, holy shit. Because like, yeah. you know you're going to have to see him later. Uh-huh. But that... You know from that opening scene that that's going to be an amazing game. Yes. It, it really sets the tone. And that scene is replicated about three quarters of the way through yeah. the game where... Uh, they make it look like your console glitches. Yes. Mm. That was a very panicky moment. <laughs> and then it's turned around, but the Joker is then driving you to Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Yeah. And you're on the... The thing in the trolley, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's in a Scarecrow hallucination thing, isn't yes. it? Those are great, aren't they? That is probably my favourite moment. Especially... They're the very first one, I think. Mm. There's um because you you dosed with scarecrow fear gas. Yeah. And then you start walking down a corridor mm. and then it becomes more outdoors than indoors. And yeah. it turns out you're in Crime Alley. Yeah. Where your parents were murdered. And then you're a little boy. And then you're then you're <laughs> little Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And you can't do anything and then it just becomes a terrifying nightmare world yeah and then it's a weird side scrolly yeah that bit wasn't great <laughs> well you fight skeletons yeah yeah that's amazing payoff not as good as the no. concept but, but yeah. the um they tried to replicate it in, in the second one as well with the, the uh, Mad Hatter yeah which isn't it doesn't not play or, and also where Batman's dying because he's poisoned or whatever yeah uh-huh. and whatever you think he sees like the gates of heaven and, and whatever yeah yeah, uh-huh. yeah yeah also the the Mr. Freeze fight Oh, I think yeah. that one thing you can kind of fault those games on, uh, the, not all the villain fights are great. Sure. Um, a lot of them is a big guy that you, runs at you and you jump on his back and <laughs> you punch uh, him or he runs into a wall. But uh, the Mr. Freeze fight, you have to use all the tactics that you've learned, which is uh, what a good boss fight is. Sure. It makes you use everything that you've learned up to that point. So you can only take him down. You can only use one specific way that Batman can take someone down once uh-huh. and then Mr. Freeze learns from that and, and so you can't do that. So if you pop out of a grate and smash his skull, uh-huh. he'll freeze all the grates yes. so you can't do it again. So it's really, it's really really good. And I hate Mr. Freeze in that because I saved his wife and he didn't even thank me properly. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad his wife 
wasn't really his wife or something. <laughs> Any more? Uh, in the movies or in the community? anything, anything at all. Because <sighs> I've got, I've got one more. I've got literally in, in one more. Literally one more. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll do this again. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, when people love listing things. Yeah, we certainly love <laughs> listing things. Uh, here's my two favourite Batman comic book moments. Mm-hmm. Number two is in Batman Year One, mm-hmm. where he has to fight an entire SWAT team in a in a burnt out, exploded building. Yes, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, and it sort of shows, you know, he's got he's a guy with no he he's run out of equipment and weapons. He's got like three poison darts left, mm. you know, that he had in his boot or something. Yeah, yeah, and. There, you know, he's he's there's it's a fully armed corrupt SWAT team who are out to kill him mm. just because, yeah. And he's been shot several times, mm. and he's got you know very little way out. But he's like, okay, all I have to do is hold out until my backup arrives. And the backup is he set a little sonar device in his boot, and the the backup is an incredibly huge swarm of bats. Yeah, which it was it replicated in Batman Begins exactly. Yeah, and so. also that SWAT team thing's kind of like in the Dark Knight where yeah. he thunders in and takes out the SWAT yeah, team. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. That's and pretty. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And it's you know, and you see it from the perspective of Jim Gordon, who's on the outside of the building. Yeah. And you just see like, you know, SWAT team members being punched out the building like <laughs> through walls, and then Gordon looks up, you know, at the at the the sunrise, and he sees an enormous swarm of bats, and he's like, oh, this is this is <laughs> this is trouble. <laughs> does he just does he just walk out like in? In the movie, I can't remember how that ends. Uh he he escapes. He steals a motorcycle. Uh, he steals a police motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets the hell out of there in the swarm of bats. Yeah. Everybody else is being bitten by bats, so they're a little <laughs> they're a little distracted. Uh, and and he and he he goes to like a, a clothing store and he like pays for a suit. Okay. And he puts the suit on and he presumably walks away. What a legend! Yeah, I know, right? What a bloody and my legend. favorite uh, Batman moment of all time. Probably it's one of my favourites. Sure. Don't make me choose. They're like my children. Don't make me pick one, especially not on Father's Day that I know about. Uh, but it's um, the first uh, Justice League, the the two is two early two thousand Justice League reboot with yeah. by Grant Morrison, mm. where uh, the Earth is visited by a super team called the Hyper Clan, mm-hmm. who have decided that they are going to come down and help the world. They're going to you know end crime and war, and they're going to you know grow crops in desert lands highly also. recommend this by the way people yeah. haven't read it yeah. spoilers this, yeah. this is the spoiler because this is my favourite yeah. go, go, and, go and read it now it's probably on Comixology like yeah. four bucks or something so. yeah. uh, and Batman doesn't trust them of mm. course yeah. because they're doing good work yeah. with a bunch of pricks uh, and of course they the, the hyper clan then start executing supervillains yeah. you know just to clear some space mm. I guess sure. and then they decide they realise that the Justice League are onto them and then they decide to just Full on kill them all, mm. and Batman's the Batplane plane is crashed in uh, in Antarctica mm. or the Arctic. Can't, can't remember. remember. Ice, know. yeah, it's certainly crashed in some ice. Certainly, and it looks like it's curtains for everybody. Yeah, and uh, the the Hyper Clan take out sort of the rest of the Justice League. Yeah, kind of you know tie them up and mm. have them. And they, but they leave Batman in the crash plane because they're, they're like, like who cares? He's a guy. Who we've cares? got, we've got. Yeah, it turns out that these guys, you know, one one's a super speedster. One's a you know one's a shape changer. One yeah. has like Superman's powers, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And then they're like, and they're like, who cares? Well, you know, he's just a guy. Yeah. Is he? Is he just a man? <laughs> yes. Yeah, he is. That's certainly true. But of course, Batman has figured out their secret, and he discovers that they are in fact white Martians, like Martian Manhunter. Yeah. So they all have all those powers. They're all super speeds. They all have shape changing abilities. They all have Superman's powers. They can mm. all you know blah blah blah. 
Which sounds bad for Batman, ultimately. Yeah, yeah. But of course, Batman knows that their one weakness is fire. Mm. And so, in a moment where we think that he's going to be just trounced by, like, three of these super, super villains, mm. he just sets a ring of fire around them and then making them vulnerable again and just proceeds to pulp them off. Which <laughs> is pretty... It's brilliant. And there's that scene afterwards where the leader of the Hyperclad's talking to Superman and he's yeah. like, how is this possible? He's, he's just a guy. And Superman's like, he's the most dangerous man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have... It's some serious shit. Yeah. And that... And again, like... And everybody in the team, like, comes together. Like, Superman realizes that, you know... The kryptonite they're holding him with isn't real. It's just yeah. an illusion and he breaks free and, you know, everybody else does as well. Mm. And then... But it's it's that moment where you're like, why is this... Why is Batman on the Justice League? He's got no powers. He's a yeah. rich guy with a plane. Yeah. Why a crashed he, plane. A crashed plane. He, he used to have a plane. He's a guy with no plane. <laughs> but it's because he is the most dangerous man in the world and he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like, everybody in the Justice League really knows what they're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. Great moment. So, I haven't just spoiled that for you. Yes. Go and read that. <laughs> My you, mo- you have read it, so it's fine. I have, yeah. Uh, my moment is... Well, you actually, you actually lent me that comic as well mm-hmm. about 10 years ago. We've mentioned it so many we times have, on this podcast. Have, yeah. uh, mine isn't as good, but probably as iconic. There's just one panel, and I don't know what it's from, but there's a villain, and he's going to grab a gun out of his pocket, at uh-huh. the, the front of his pants, and Batman kicks the gun, and the gun goes like goes off in his pants, right. and it says something like underneath... Batman, he'll make you shoot your your own dick off. Right. So. No, that's iconic. You're right. That's what most people think of when they think of Batman. But that's it for me. That's uh, love it. I mean, I'd love to come back to this because I love talking about Batman. Me but too. we could do this about other superheroes as well. Oh, you just talk about Batman forever. <laughs> yeah. Next week, let's talk about Batman. Batman Forever, the yeah. third Batman movie, the Batman podcast. Yeah. Batman Forever. Well, I've got some um some listener that some people have written in. Uh-huh. I'll just you've got the Reddit open there as well, don't you? Or you yes, will have the Reddit. I will have it. <laughs> while, while I read Boy. this, uh-huh. uh, this is from uh, Chris Turner. He says uh-huh. ba- it simply says Batman sixty six, just legendary. Absolutely true. Yep. Uh, XZ Neil says anything from the sixties TV show, especially when the Joker or Riddler are present. They are brilliant, aren't they? They are. The 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 Riddler was more. The Riddler was darker in that. Like he okay. was, he was more the. I mean, there was no real murderous characters, but he was mm. the he was the the Joker was more of a clown yeah. back then, just funny heists and stuff. Yeah, the, yeah. Joker, the the Riddler was much more sinister in that. But yeah, Frank Gorshin was great as the Riddler. In, you know. Yeah, and of course, um, Cesar Romero is the Joker who never got rid of his mustache. <laughs> just painted, just it painted white. over the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> um, Liam M says, "I don't think I can go past the I'm Batman." That's it. There's also a moment like that in Batman Begins, which isn't as iconic, is it? No. no. Well, the iconic Batman and Robin scene with the bat boobs, bat butt, and bat nipples. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> Talking about the and the the I think the the equivalent in the Dark Knight, the equivalent to I'm Batman is I'm not wearing hockey pants. <laughs> not where is he? No, not that. No, it's hockey pants. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good point. That's uh, mentioned here by uh, Ratstorm on Reddit. <laughs> Ratstorm, but that's, love yeah, it. That is great. Yeah. Uh, the bro- if you ever see anybody wearing hockey gear, <laughs> make that happen. Like in the, in public, I've done it a couple of times. It's great. It's so satisfying. <laughs> hey, buddy, you know what the difference between you and me is? I'm not wearing hockey, but and then just leave because <laughs> you've peaked at that point. You've peaked going. exactly. Uh, the brute does a theme song. Yes, he goes. He loved the Batman alternate reality twist in the recent-ish Flash Flashpoint Paradox animated mm. movie. Yes. So yeah, that's actually what made me remember that moment. So yep. thank you, the Brute, who does a theme song and reminds me of great things. Sure. So what a legend. Got another one there. Um, Vexicon on Reddit says he beat up my dad and stole three fifty from him. <laughs> 
I don't think that's true. Dollars? Necessarily. $350? $3.50. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That might be true. Yeah, I think that I've never known. I haven't, I haven't read every issue of Batman. So. This is from S. Potter. She's uh, the official cat who freaks out in James's arms. Sure. Uh, you know how cats you hold. You don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, I believe... Uh, this is uh, this is a great moment. I believe it's a Mr. Freeze episode of Batman 66, and the police wish to lay a trap for him with the help of Bruce Wayne. So Chief O'Hara contacts Bruce Wayne... Commissioner Gordon uses the bat phone to update Batman. The scene progresses to where Batman and Bruce Wayne have to coordinate, so Gordon holds two phones next to each other. I remember this. Re- receiver to receiver, and Batman and Bruce Wayne have a conversation, which means, which means Bruce Batman is shown to switching phones to talk into a uh, feigning conversation between two people, and Gordon, who is listening, uh, does not think... Hmm, these two kind of sound similar. Right. It's a funny situation, that hilarious scene to watch. That. That's, it that's is great, right. yeah. yeah. It's uh-huh. brilliant. Another one there? Um, hmm. Oh, Joel Aon read it. Uh, Batman meeting Sherlock Holmes. That was, oh, that was yeah. sort of Neil Adams' era. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was great. Yeah. It was old Sherlock Holmes, wasn't it? Yes, it was. He was very old. He uh, he became he was he was incredibly long lived because he he ate a lot of honey. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Makes sense. But Batman's like, oh, <laughs> this guy's yeah. I thought I would have thought all the opiates he smoked would have balanced out all that, <laughs> no, all right. that honey. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. This is for from uh, Austin, the official gem grabber oh. of the show. I don't know if anyone's going to be able to top this, but um, I've got a Batman story for you. A few years ago at my middle school, we should close out on this. Sure, we haven't gone through the Twitter, so I apologise okay, for cool. yeah. I didn't go through all the Twitter, so. Thank you for all your A lot moments. of bat spray. A lot of bat spray. A lot of shark <laughs> yeah. bat spray. A few years ago at my middle school, I had a friend who was obsessed with Batman. For Halloween, he dressed up as Batman. He came to school on Halloween and his ba- with his Batman costume on. <laughs> as he was going to class, he tripped on his cape, fell down the stairs, broke his arm, and bashed his head open. <laughs> he now has seven stitches above his eye. That's my story. That's an iconic that Batman moment. That is definitely moment. an iconic Batman <laughs> moment, yeah. So there we go. That's pretty great. Mm. Um, yeah, have you got any other ones to add? The Reddit's a good place to discuss yeah, it, I guess, yeah. or on Twitter or, or whatever, you know. Uh-huh. We're definitely going to sign up this week, can't we? <sighs> I keep saying that. <laughs> we, we're capable of it. We're adults. We are. Yeah. Well, you're going to put a post of yourself, uh, the thing of yourself. This one just says, do a die another day commentary. <laughs> Terrific last final Pierce Brosnan James Bond film. We should, shouldn't we? We should. Yeah, we should do more bad movies, shouldn't we? Because I think we'd have more to say. Should we force people to watch bad movies? Yes. Great. All right. You know what it's time for now, Mason? What's it time for? What we reading? What we gonna read? Theme song! What we reading? What we gonna read? (laughs) I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? Uh. So yeah, have you got a what we read? I have this one week? this week. It's not. Oh, no, you related. used it. Don't worry about it. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> now what do you got? I was gonna be like, oh, I should find out Batman, but this is actually what I read this week. It's called God Hates Astronauts. It's an image comic. <laughs> yep. It's 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 uh there was a web comic for a while which I didn't read, but I went back and I read it later. Like, web comic. I know, right? Oof. But it's basically it's uh superhero insanity. Mm-hmm. It's uh there are there are. They're a dysfunctional superhero team called the Power Persons Five. Yeah. Uh, one is a man who has uh, the head of like a disembodied ghost cow. Uh, sure. One is a character called the Anti Mugger, who just he just wants to stop mugging. He's got no <laughs> real interest in saving the world or anything like that. Uh, it's it, they're they're basically they're a superhero team that have been they've they've been they have a contract with NASA to stop people attempting to 
become like homemade astronauts. Okay, sure. And there's a lot. It's it's, <laughs> it's brutal and it makes no sense, but it's very funny. Who's the author? Uh, G- uh Brian Brown is his name. Brian Brown. Uh, you mean on- the Australian actor Brian Brown? <laughs> That's what I mean. Yeah, he's branching out. Uh, but it's uh, it's on image. Okay. And what I do? There's a very good summary of like what came before and like the web comic mm-hmm. version like in the actual paper comics so just read yeah. that okay. and then go back and read the original that's, that's incredible that, it, that that's gone from a web comic to an image comic yeah yeah that's, that's what a success story oh, I know right yeah yeah actually I think he's responsible for, others, for some other I think he's done some other image comics like in his time okay cool yeah it's that's, good. It's that's pretty great it's nonsense <laughs> mine is another Elseworld story which I read this week uh-huh. it's called Batman Gotham by Gaslight I remember You're Gotham by Gaslight yeah. It. yeah it's it's like a 50, 60 pages or whatever. It's basically Batman, all the same characters, but it's set in Victoria era, uh-huh. Gotham. And Jack the Ripper comes to uh, comes to Gotham. And Batman, who's kind of relatively new, mm-hmm. has it basically has to stop Jack the Ripper. Great. And it's just it's just pretty good, yeah. you know? It's It's got some good aesthetics and art and whatever. And uh-huh. it's got an old-worldy kind of Batman kind of costume and, and whatever, whatever. It's okay. good. Get Great. into it. And I'm also reading at the moment, and I'm really, really enjoying it. It's called Batman Gothic. It's by Grant Morrison. Uh-huh. Uh, it's I'm only I'm not that far in, but there's a there's this villain who's apparently come back from the dead, who's killing a lot of mob bosses, uh-huh. and he might be someone that Batman knows, and he's referred to as the, the Man Without a Shadow. Mm. And it's, it's kind of at the point where I'm at in the story. It's not sure whether this guy is like a supernatural kind of being or not. So I'm interested oh. to see where it, where it goes. If it's Grant Morrison, it could literally go any direction. I thought you were going to say, is it, if it's Grant Morrison. Like, he's inserted <laughs> himself into the into the, the comic book again. Sure. I haven't done that in ages. I'm going to be... Okay. That's it. So that's what I'm going to recommend. And I've got also a question. Uh-huh. Okay, this is a listener, this is a listener uh, letter that ties into another listener letter. Okay, so sure. So they, they cancel each other out. So okay, that sure, way great. we don't have to do any work. Fantastic. You happy with that? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is from Cam. Listen. Starts like that. Great stuff. Great. I, yeah, that's good. Firstly, I'm the official boss. I bo- respect that start. <laughs> Firstly, I'm the official boss of the Weekly Planet. Good. Doesn't have to ask. Love it. <laughs> so let's just, uh, let's jot that down real quick. Secondly, I have a really annoying friend who keeps badgering me to read more female Marvel superhero comics. I really want to shut him up, so can you recommend any or give me enough backstory on some interesting ones so that I can pretend like I've read them? This will also help me fit into my feminist rallies I often attend. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack in this. But it what is, I'm do yeah. Is ignore it and just recommend some stuff. Yeah. Uh, the no, hang on. Yeah. Also, as the official boss, I'm cancelling the podcast and reinstating it as a Mexican food podcast. <sighs> All, all right. right, look, we'll have a little siesta and then we'll get, we'll get into that, all right? Uh, but if you've got some stuff, I've got a letter that ties into this. Okay, well, do you want to do that sure. first? Ryan E., who's written it, he said he wanted to recommend Warren Ellis's Transmetropolitan. That's great. Which you love. That's I know right. I haven't read that yeah. yet. But he's also recommending New Miss Marvel Reboot. There you go, yes. Uh, so, yeah, though, so read one of those. But Well, they both have female protagonist heroes peoples, don't they? Transmetropolitan doesn't. There's no female characters in it? No, he's it? got some... The main character is a guy called Spider-Jerusalem. Yeah, he's like kind of, he says, he's yeah. A, he's a... Part Hunter S. Thompson, Alan Moore, and Frog Thor. Yeah, let's... Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> so he says... <laughs> Why not? But he also says Miss Marvel book is one of the best new heroes since Invincible, so... Yeah. I, um, I think I might check that out as well. We should do an all-female. It's really good. She's, uh, she's interesting. She's um female superhero, also uh, Islamic faith. Oh, cool, so okay. So it's interesting. Cool. Hmm. Excellent. Uh, Not here and all there, but it's interesting. It's here and there. It is both it's, here and there. Yeah. Mm. Got anything else there, or should we move uh, it along? Also, uh, read some read some She-Hulk. Okay. Just read uh, just any of the most recent stuff. So, okay. Yeah, totally. 
It's, is it Shulk for sure? Is that right? Uh, some people say Shulky. Sure. <laughs> Old Shulky. Old Shulky. Uh, that's what we're in for this week. Yep. Party on. <laughs> okay. We've got a few letters here, Mason. I'm ready. This one is interesting. It says, on the topic of DC films being serious, remember we talked about that last week, there's a no-jokes policy. No-jokes policy. Which, which apparently can't... isn't true anymore anyway. Okay. And somebody also pointed out, remember we were like, why is Seth Rogen talking about this? But Seth Rogen's writing Preacher. Somebody tweeted me that. Interesting. So, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reverse question can be asked of Marvel films, I believe. Are Marvel films becoming too silly? I think on the back of the original Iron Man and how serious film that was and compare it to the Iron Man, Iron Man 3, in which all seriousness is undermined by a joke. Ronan in Guardians is distracted, defeated by a joke. Loki in the Avengers is non-stop, is a non-stop punching bag. Every Marvel villain is taken out by a second character, cause their own death, or just fall into darkness, like the classic Disney death. Uh, and several characters are be- like RDJ are becoming, you know, like they just make quips and gags. Uh, sure. And I feel like Marvel has made, uh, makes jokes and light of their characters and make it easy for the general audience to get, and that's why the films are getting sillier. If that's the case, I'm glad DC will have a serious tone. I'm just saying there's two sides of this argument and DC seem to be getting bullied. Fair point. Yep. But also to I'm be... I'm sick to death of that multi-billion dollar corporation <laughs> being bullied. I'm sick of it. But uh, look, I think also, I think the problem is why people like take these rumours on face value, including us, is we just haven't seen... It's, en- it's fun too. It's fun too, but we haven't seen enough of the DC stuff recently. Yeah. We're, we're only going off Man Put of Steel. Put some more movies out, DC. Yeah. So, look, it, it remains to be seen... Um, Certainly does. Where they put any bloody movies out? Yeah, exactly. It but, literally remains. But it, it makes a good point. But I think Guardians struck the right comedic tone because that is the it's it's a wacky space team. Yes, and that's the way to do it. Uh-huh. But I think the tone that they should hit is in similar to Iron Man and Captain America: Winter Soldier. I think mm-hmm. that's my favorite kind of tone in uh-huh. these movies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you? Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, it is. I am right. Wow. <laughs> no, let's stop there then. <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, that's all I got. <laughs> I was hoping you'd cut me off, actually. <laughs> yeah, cool. Look, so, I'm, I'm, you know, it depends what kind of mood I'm in. Sure, but absolutely. Winter Soldier was great, and as was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly, so. and The Dark Knight, which is incredibly grim and not yeah. a lot of humour, is is great. So, you know, different things. Yeah, yeah. Different things. This is from Gabriel, who was a, who's a zoo- zoologist. We paid out zoologists a few weeks ago, and now we got one. Did we really? Yes. <laughs> Sounds like something we'd do. <laughs> he wrote a really nice letter, but... The specific part that I'm going to read here, uh, he would like to hear an episode discussion about the limits of shared universes, particularly in film and particularly Marvel. Basically, how many Avengers are too many Avengers? My personal opinion is that they've already done too much in the first Avengers, which I enjoyed, but it didn't actually give us sufficient time with all the characters. I felt that Hor... Sorry. Steady on. Did I say something then? (laughs) Something I shouldn't have. I felt... Thor and Hawkeye, and then he's got in brackets. Shut up, James. He's cool in the films. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Remains to be seen. There was actually a scene from... He was supposed to be in Captain America, and there's a scene where he goes head-to-head with Captain America. Interesting. And I read about it. It sounds really, really great. It's a shame it wasn't in it. But... Do you mean in, in the first Captain America? No, sorry. The, the most recent one. Okay, right. Because he's a member of S.H.I.E.L.D., and they set... Basically, Hawkeye and Captain America have the showdown, yep. and they fisticuffs and whatever. Uh-huh. And then just as like Captain America's on the ground or whatever, Hawkeye like whispers something to him like, you've got a tracer in your pocket. Right. And then... Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> yes. That I know about. <laughs> so that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and he thinks that adding more to uh, Age of Ultron won't help. So Yeah, it is, it's, a, it's a weird balance. Like the, I, the entire reason I think they created like, you know, the ultimate universe mm. was because there were 
you know the ultimate comic book universe is because in the main Marvel universe there were just too many superheroes. Yeah, there's just like an insane number. There's hundred, there's thousands at yeah. this point. You know, um, where, after, that we know about. <laughs> nice that in you know uh, in the aftermath of the Marvel the Civil War event, mm. there were all the all the superheroes were registered, and there was like, you know a dozen heroes for every state in America. Yeah. So there was, you know, hundreds of them. So, mm. yeah. And everyone's got favorites. Yep. And, you know, like I'm sure different personalities at Marvel want different characters in. And so yeah, yeah. I think they're going to have to, they're going to start swapping people out and killing people off. Yeah. I think I that's definitely. the way, especially now we've got, not only we've got a whole lot of secondary characters like um, War Machine and uh, Falcon and, yep. and whatever, whatever. And plus we've got new characters coming in as well. So, yeah. It's going to be a big roster. And, yeah, and it, because after a while it becomes an insane world where there's hundreds of superheroes and nobody seems to mind that much. Yeah. Like, that's a weird universe. Like, I yeah. Think it, 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 we're at a good balance now where people are like, this is, ama-, you know, there's superheroes in the world, this is amazing mm. kind of thing. But you can't let it, it It's you can't really let it be just an everyday thing, maybe, yeah. especially in the, in the movies, I don't think. Mm. That's the, the problem I think they had with the X-Men movies, especially, you know, X-Men 3. At a certain point, there were just hundreds of mutants, thousands of mutants, yeah. all having overlapping powers. Yeah, it's really weird. That's in in the X Men comic books. They they actually there was a the Nation of Genosha, which is where you know at one point there were millions of mutants in the world. You mm. know, and they just I think in Grant Morrison's new X Men, he just blew up Genosha. Yeah, because there, it was like well they're not interesting if there's millions of them. Who not cares? A, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although there is a really good series called District X, mm. which is about sort of like a mutant ghetto, uh, ghetto in New York City, mm. where Bishop is is um like consulting with the police. Mm. He's like on a on a you know police squad. Okay, cool. It's really good, and they're all regular peeps, and he's a he's Bishop. Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Really yeah. Bishop from Aliens. Yeah. 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 And Lance <laughs> Henriksen. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. Well said, Mason. Thank you. Last one. Last email. This is from Ralph. Cake Boss Ralph. Oh, I love that guy. He's great on Big Twitter. Big boost of the show. Big boost of the show. It's his birthday this week. It is his birthday. Says Ralph. Happy the, birthday, Ralph. <laughs> is the official rubber boot full of haggis on the podcast. Movie Mandate as well, his podcast. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know you guys have a lot to do, and this nah. coming Saturday... <laughs> this nah. coming, <laughs> nah. <laughs> this coming Saturday is my 30th birthday, and I'd like to invite you both. It is in America. There's going to be a Darth Vader bounce castle, two custom-brewed beers ex- exclusively for the party, and a lakeside funeral for my youth, followed by hot tubbing. <laughs> if for some reason you cannot attend, I will accept a shout out instead. Keep up the great work. Grab that, grab heat heat that gem. Grab them eggs. Love and kisses, Ralph. Oh, Ralph! Happy birthday, Ralph! Happy birthday, Ralph! Yeah, shout yeah. out to Ralph! Shout out to Big Ralph! Big of the show. Yeah, yeah he is. So thank. Uh, sorry, we cannot attend your birthday. That sounds that we know um, about. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds amazing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. A lot of thirtieths are just people being sad. Have you noticed? Yes, I have yeah. noticed that. Just yeah. like, well, life's passed me by. I wow. used to party and now I'm sad. So that <laughs> sounds really awesome. So yeah. But I mean, Ralph, leave aside a little bit of time for that, please. Like, if you could, right at the end, if you could just be alone in the bouncy castle, <laughs> just being a little bit sad, that would be good. Uh, also, uh, that's the end of the show, Mason. So thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk for the themes. Absolutely. Thank you to everybody for their Batman thoughts. Also, just quickly, I did, I'm did. i doing a collab kind of podcasty video for YouTube with Josh Lewis, movie review. I mentioned oh, sure. last week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Half's going to be on his YouTube channel. If you Google Josh Lewis reviews, you'll find that. And the second half will be on my YouTube channel, Mr. Sunday Movies, where we just talk about the best movies of the summer. So, yeah. 
It's, uh, Are you going to say Samur every time? That's what I say in the podcast or the, or the YouTube thing. Love it. So, yeah, uh, go check it out. It was a lot of fun. Also, the, uh, <laughs> Nick was next week. We're not here. Oh, yeah. We're taking a week off. We're taking a break. Love it. We've got things to do, yeah. people to see. But luckily, we're definitely going to do... going to contemplate the death of our youths. <laughs> That's right. Luckily, we're going to do a Winter Soldier commentary, aren't we, Mason? Yes, we are. And get that up. Yep. So if you go to weeklyplanet.bandcamp.com, hopefully that will be up there sure. by next week. And you can listen along with your friends. <laughs> and we... It might be okay. Your friends are us. Yes. <laughs> Best friends. Best friends. So, yeah. Uh, sorry we're not doing one next week, but, you know, 50, episode 50 seems like a good time to take a break, mm-hmm. right? Forever. No, we'll be back after that. <laughs> we'll be back big time. And we'll be talking Ninja Turtles. Will we? Briefly. Oh. I mean, everybody's seen it. Everybody's but... seen it. What's it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, but yeah. we'll talk about it briefly, I guess. Great. But episode ideas, please email the show, Mason Ware. At... Oh, they can get us uh, at uh, weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, Facebook, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and life. That we know about. <laughs> so yeah, next week, mm-hmm. nothing. Great. <laughs> Captain America something. Be alone with your thoughts. Yeah, that's right. If you want to download that for free, you absolutely can. Don't feel obliged to pay any money for it. Mm-hmm. I think we've got some credits. We pe- haven't. Yeah, that's right. If you, I think we've got some credits. We can probably put up about 100 or whatever. I think we've got about 100 free or something. Cool, nice. So, you know, we'll chuck them up and, and first, first in. in. First in. Love it. But also just get it for free. If you don't get that, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Life is a roller coaster, man. Isn't it though? Just gotta ride it. Mm. Anything else? Life is also a highway. That's true. And a box of chocolates. Yes. I can't think of anything else. The life of Brian. There we go. Great movie. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for supporting us for 50 Absolutely. episodes. Yeah, that's been great. We're, we're, we're on some charts somewhere. That's 49 episodes that I, more than I thought we'd do. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, yeah. See you in two weeks. Okay, bye. Am I blue? Am I blue? Ain't these tears in my eyes telling you? Am I blue? You'd be too if each plan that you had done fell through there was a time i was your only one but now i'm the sad and lonely one beautiful and you'll keep your part of the bargain a deal's a deal he can stop now not on your life i should say Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.